the other side of midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. One of the many lessons that I've learned as a political observer over the years is there's one thing that you can do if you're elected to a job with term limits that you can't do if you're elected to a job without term limits. And if you're elected to a job with term limits, like President of the United States, like Governor of New Jersey, or like Mayor of New York City, you can spend the first two to three years of your first term, blaming everything that's wrong with the city on your predecessor. Every mayor does it, and I don't see it ending anytime soon. And then you spend your second term, if you're lucky enough to get one, kicking the can down the road so that the guy that comes after you is screwed. Well, that is a lesson that Mayor Eric Adams has learned in spades as he spent a great deal of time yesterday criticizing his predecessor, Mayor Bill de Blasio. I am so tired of the previous administration and their antics. Marsha, we've been in office for one year, and... I am hearing the previous administration attack us on Rikers. They wanted to see Rikers closed down, that they failed at. They attack us on the Department of Health and what we did around COVID. They were constantly, we were months into office, must be two months into office, and they were criticizing everything we did. I'm glad that Mayor Adams is saying the right things on uh, what de Blasio did to this city. And I think the de Blasio aides that are being so vocal in their criticism of Adams, criticizing him for slashing school budgets and echoing right-wing talking points, I really wish that Mayor Adams had said this during the campaign, yet he was only too happy to take Bill de Blasio's endorsement. When Bill de Blasio offered to endorse him, why didn't Eric Adams say exactly what he just said in the clip that I just played you and instead say, no, I am rejecting your endorsement. We're taking the city in a new direction. I guess better late than never. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. Yesterday, we spent some time talking about all the new people that are getting a little bit of extra money this year. For instance, people who are on Social Security or people that are getting minimum wage in New Jersey. Well, one job that I omitted, which is poised to be getting a massive pay hike is the mayor of Wayne, New Jersey. Oh, yes. Wayne World indeed. Yes, I know it's Wayne's World. Wayne Mayor Christopher Vergano wants to raise his own salary. And I want to warn you, the numbers I'm about to read to you are not uh, a mistake. This is actually the numbers that they're looking for. He wants to raise his own salary from $18,750 to $140,000 annually. That would be an increase of 647%. The Wayne Township Council has included an ordinance creating a full-time mayoral post on their agenda when they reorganize this week. The salary hike would become effective immediately. How's that for acting quickly? Now, I certainly understand why a lot of municipalities would prefer a full-time mayor to a part-time one. But you talk about the hubris and the brazenness of actually trying to raise your own salary immediately from 18000 to 140000 This is crazy. 
I mean, Wayne, New Jersey, the mayor of that city is going to earn $140,000. How about you start it for the next guy or you start it after the existing term? So at least the voters that elect you have some idea that you're going to be making this kind of money or that people who might be attracted to a salary like that think about running. Only in New Jersey, kids. Only in New Jersey. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Once again, we have another chapter in the saga of As Albany Turns, this soap opera of these hard leftist legislators in Albany trying to run roughshod over every other branch of government and common sense. I'm talking about what's going on with Governor Kathy Hochul's nomination for Chief Judge of the New York State Court of Appeals, Judge Hector LaSalle. Now, Judge Hector LaSalle, in my view, is eminently qualified. He should certainly be confirmed. I think Governor Hochul, even though I think she probably did it just for identity politics reasons, because the Democrats have been criticized for there being no Hispanic citywide or statewide office holders and no uh, leadership of the state Democratic Party that's Hispanic, I think she kind of viewed this as uh, throwing the Hispanic community a bone. It happens that she picked a great judge a wonderful judge with a great track record in the legal community who would do a fine job. Well, now state Senate Democrats are stacking a key legislative committee with progressives in order to block Governor Hochul's nomination of Judge LaSalle. So a resolution approved along party lines yesterday, the first day of the legislative session, expands the Judiciary Committee from 15 to 19 members three Democrats and one Republican. This maneuver could give progressives just enough votes to ensure the nomination doesn't reach the full chamber. LaSalle could get approved by a bipartisan majority to become the state's first Hispanic chief judge because the Republicans have come out and said they're okay with Judge LaSalle. They're willing to vote to confirm him. And good for them that they're not using this as an opportunity to embarrass Governor Hochul. LaSalle is a perfect choice. The academics who attack the nomination are moronic and totally misrepresent the two cases they allude to. Fifty years ago, the court worked to have a merit system to appoint court of appeal judges now a rump group of senators are trying to impose a progressive litmus test it's outrageous and destructive beam me up to be continued the other side of midnight local spotlight the ongoing saga of Mayor Eric Adams and his war against rats reached a new level of absurdity with my friend and colleague Curtis Lewa and a couple of feral cats entering the mix. Eric Adams, who has been cited for having rats at a building he owns in Brooklyn and had those tickets dismissed, wonder how, wonder why, he has once again been found to have rats at that same property. So Curtis, his wife Nancy, and a couple of their cats come to the rescue. Here's a little bit of what Curtis said. We've already spent millions of dollars on pesticides and all kinds of newfangled ways. What you have to do is Mother Nature's way. Cats have always kept them at baby. So will this be the solution to New York's rat problem? Here's what the mayor had to say. Well, first, Curtis, yes, I will take him up on his offer. You know, uh, if he says he would be my rat czar for free, 
Uh, I'm going to call him, and I would like for him to come on board to do it. Don't put it out there if you're not willing to uh, live up to it. If you're going to write a check, make sure you can cash it. So, yes, tell Curtis, come to be my rat czar, okay? And he's going to realize this is not a Tom and Jerry playful commercial here. This is real stuff. And so, yes, I look forward to him. I would- One, I have to give the uh, person that gave Adams these citations a lot of credit because it takes a lot of uh, cojones to write tickets to the mayor of the city of New York who controls your department even after the first set of tickets was dismissed. Second, I don't know what Eric Adams is thinking. Giving Curtis that 60 second soundbite, I I just played you a portion of it. The full one was much longer. That's going to be eight hours of content for Curtis this weekend. The mayor's got to know better than that to give Curtis a, a weapon like that. Beam me up! To be continued.